Hey everybody, welcome to Purpose and Shy Conversations, the podcast. It's episode four and I'm your host, Natasha. And I'm Sam. So you know what I've been really busy doing lately? I have been so consumed, in a good way, (laughs) working on my writing, which I mentioned last week. I shared with you guys that I'm working on my script. I am now starting on episode two. And first started on episode two, so I've been really, really busy with that. Um, And I've been really, really, really intentionally focused on creating some content that can be of service to the people who have been kind enough to even be interested in my journey and following along with me. So what do you mean by of service? Like what specifically are you in service of? Well, I talked about this in my newsletter actually this past weekend where I don't want to create selfish content. And I actually learned that from Gary Vee. I don't want to just put out stuff that just makes me feel happy or makes me feel some type of way. I want to put out things that I know would also go out into the universe with this energy and like I always say have a purpose behind it of letting those know who follow me, um, my online community that I've built that, hey, you're not alone. Hey, let's let's talk about this because it's social media. You know what I mean? Like I'm all about the community and building and I got the most beautiful message the other day and I read it to you and um, it just really touched me and it was all the way from the other side of the world and it made me what, feel... What message was that? Was, I don't remember. I think you told me about a couple. There were a couple people last week that were Yeah, in a couple and everybody's places. just... I think the one in particular that I'm talking about, she um, had wrote to me from Malaysia and there was this sense of togetherness and this community that we, you know, I've been so fortunate to... to build with these people and Mm -hmm. she just opened up to me about what her year has been like and just sharing different aspects of her life and it was just um it was just really beautiful and when people do that it also like lets me know oh you know I'm on the right path and I'm, I'm not alone on my journey but you know more so what I've been doing is I'm so consumed with what I need to do every day when I wake up I have this list and I'm just checking things off of this list you actually helped me a couple weeks ago to organize myself because we both know I can get a little overwhelmed when it comes to the organizational part of things Mm -hmm. so yeah was that like uh was that the day that we did the whiteboard thing yeah okay you pulled out the whiteboard and you were you know kind enough to give me a few hours and it started with you asking me, what do you want? And then mm-hmm. we had like a bunch of arrows and subheadings and it really helped me organize my day better. Whiteboards are a great way to really put yourself in a position where you can like think through what it is you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. I use them all the time. You when, put me in, well, no, I had a few. When yeah, we you, you, have, you had a half had white, a whiteboard, half corkboard. Me personally, like when, well. we, when we first met, I had um, in my room, I had over my desk that was always like the whiteboard. So every day I kind of knew where I was aiming and what it was I was trying to do. It helped me a lot. Because it just reminded me of, because mine was like half a vision board. We still used to do that together. That was something that I think was recommended in therapy as well. Yeah, um, I've been so focused on trying to put the bricks down every day for what it is that I want to do. I haven't really been focused on the vision board aspect of it. I've been more focused on, I've been more focused on the daily, the, the daily brick, brick and brick. then making sure that 
with those bricks that I'm evolving and I'm paying attention to what's happening out in the landscapes that I really want to be a part of. Yeah. I got a lot of cool things that I think can come up um, in the future. And one of them I'm actually working on today, which excites me a lot. We can't wait to share more of that with you guys because that excites me too. This thing that Sam's working on, we'll talk about it in another um, podcast as it progresses a little bit more. But I wanted to say that focusing on me and what I need to do every day has really helped me to unapologetically learn to put myself first. Yeah. So what? And, um, before we get to that point, though, do you want me to... Uh, I, I think that one of the big things that I wanted to discuss, mm-hmm. uh, specifically in this episode, was some of the things that I was focusing on as well to try to make sure that I'm putting myself first. And I think that was the kind of the topic for oh the discussion, gosh. right? Yes. No, that was because you, we had talked about this, like, what have you been up to lately? Yeah. So We me, live together, but sometimes we don't always, we're not always working on the same things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, me personally, I have been focused on trying to make sure that my creative efforts are going towards things that are consistent but efficient as well there's that word again so consistent right uh you know me and you we have very big dreams we have very big goals and things like that but sometimes when you have big dreams and big goals when what it is you're aiming for is really really big it's very very hard to find something efficient that you can use to catapult you to other places and i know you've dealt with that as well right and this is something that other people have opened up to me about as well it can get overwhelming and you can get lost you don't know where to start sometimes when you have really big hopes and aspirations yeah and uh you've been here what 10 years in la and i've been here five five, and trust me it is very very easy to get lost in the shuffle when you have this idea of where you want to be but then you're not paying attention to the world around you. And not only are you not paying attention to the world around you and how it's evolving. We talked about that last but, week. Right. Yeah. But you're you're also, you you know, you've gotten to this state where, like, things are not happening when you want them to. And then you're not taking any action at all. You know what it is? It's about learning to enjoy the process, which you hear so many successful people talk about. And I didn't really know how to practice that until recently. And I knew I was really practicing and living in it. When I started to wake up and I knew right away, I didn't have any free time. I knew what Exactly it is. what you wanted to do. Yes, that yep. I needed to. Like, this needs my attention. Yep. This needs to get done. I don't have much free time. And I even had to tell my... I was talking to a friend earlier on the phone. And I was like, I'm sorry if I haven't gotten back to you. I've been so busy. But I said, it's. I feel really happy in my work right now. And I haven't had time outside of that. And for me, it's also good because this year has just been so overwhelming for so many of us, like we've talked about. And I know for me, I started to feel a lot of anxiety and Mm -hmm. I was like dwindling on the door of depression. And then once I was like, oh, this is what I could be working on and using this time to to do this for me, it just started to change. Right. And you don't, you know, obviously, you know, if you have good people around you, they understand that you doing what you need to do for yourself is not a personal thing against them it's just like the amount of energy and effort like for instance with me i'm an artist i've been in la for five years in that five-year time span there have been other people that have gotten on social media and have made really cool things and have allowed themselves the growth to evolve with the time and put things out there 
that have helped them make a full-time living so they don't have to continue to go to interviews and things of that nature, which is nothing wrong with going to interviews, you know? But some people have that mindset and that's, you know, that's the side of the mindset that's the entrepreneurship side, which is what I'm trying to, you know, really push myself to be. And then on, on the other hand of that, you know, you just kind of get, if you have good people around you, you get to this place where they understand that you're busy and you're working on something that is really big and it's something that you're trying to use in order to help you get it's to a place of cash flow. so funny that you said that because just this morning I actually um, posted something to my Instagram about how sometimes you may not know what the life that you truly want looks like for you because you've been buried underneath other people's expectations of it. But then also once you decide and you start to grow how one of my greatest lessons in life was that everybody can't always grow with you everybody grows at different times right but me personally i spoke on how when i started to grow and i started to go in the direction of the things that i knew i wanted for my life mm -hmm. how it may have made others feel in the sense that they may not understand what you're working on does that make sense? Yeah, it does. No, I want to, like, so what was your, how did you feel when all of those things, like, first started happening between you and those particular people? Like, it was. how did you deal with it? It was sad for me at first because I'm the type of person, like, my personality is, like, if I'm winning, like, I, everybody around me is winning. Like, that's my personality. I think we connected on that because I know you're the same way. Like, we've always been very, like, we want to bring everybody along on our journey because, it, how good is it if you can't enjoy it with those that are you know around you so it was it was really sad and then I went through a transition of it was confusing because you think I'm working so hard to build this thing why wouldn't others want to be a part of it it would it would help benefit everybody right mm -hmm. but then as I got older it became um, it became something that I just had to accept and by accepting it it also meant oftentimes that not everybody's gonna be able to come with you on your journey and you can love people from a distance yeah. as a result yeah you know it, what I mean? it, it can be a weird thing because you know for, for instance with me like i'm often so busy all the time that it like i don't get those phone calls and stuff a lot which is good for me because i'm so busy that i don't really like it would be hard for me to be getting involved in other things that don't have to do with the work that it is I'm trying to do. But you know what I want to ask you? Sorry, finish your sentence. I'm no, no, go ahead. I was done. Because I've learned this from you. I mm -hmm. mean, I've learned a lot of along the lines of what I'm about to ask you. How do you, because you're somebody who really knows yourself. We often talk about the joy of knowing who we are, right? Mm -hmm. We're very, um, I like to think, very aware individuals, very aware of self. And as a result, we're really like, we both spent a lot of time alone before we met. And that taught me a lot about who I am. Like, it's very hard to shake me because at my core, I know who Natasha is. And Sam's the same way. Sam knows who Sam is. And we're, and we're, still, we're still learning, you know. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the part of, of being consciously aware. Of knowing who you are. Right. Part of it is. Because well, you're constantly changing. Part of it is knowing that you're growing and that you, you as a human being are a living thing and you're very fluid you know right because i'm not who i was yesterday and i'm not gonna be who i am tomorrow the day after if i'm doing this thing called life right which i try to grow 
end change because that's what we're here to do. Right, absolutely. But how do you, as somebody who is pretty well aware of yourself, mm -hmm. how do you kind of deal with personalities that may differ from yours? Uh, well, it depends. Uh, with, with most people, I don't give it much thought, to be honest with you. Uh, I just kind of just let it go. Yeah. Because I, I do have a mission that I'm on, right? And I'm trying to make things efficient. I'm trying to make things good for the spirit and profitable. So with most people's personalities, I let it go. Every once in a while, if there's something that happens that I really don't, you know, vibe with, I'll, I'll let it be known or, you know, just react to it. But most of the time, I don't get outside of who it is I am yeah. because I'm, I'm not like I was just telling you what was this like two days ago I feel like I was created to help bring light and happiness and fun into the world Perfect. so I'm not gonna I'm not going to I've, I've failed sometimes but I for the most part I'm mm -hmm. not going to put myself in a position where that is not my priority. So when it comes to dealing with those personalities, it really just depends on the person. And if their personality is too extreme, like if there's too much negativity or is pessimistic, like a pessimistic person, I won't deal with them at all. It's a Debbie Downer, yeah. as I like to call her. But with, with, uh, with you, you have a little bit more communication with some of the people in your life. You know, so what is, what is yours like? Because... Though? We are both introverts. Yeah. We are both homebodies. But if you had to pick who the more social one was, like if you had to, it would be me. But even then, it's like on a very small level. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Very, very small. Because I, I'm very aware of who I am, I am also very well aware of what I like and what I don't like. There's, I've gotten in trouble since I was a little girl because of my mouth because I can be very forthcoming and blunt and if you know Pakistani culture you know they don't want little girls you know being so outspoken sometimes so that being said I've had my share of run-ins with personalities that don't necessarily mesh with mine mm -hmm. I didn't always know how to handle it I didn't always handle it with the most grace, if I'm being honest here. I didn't always handle things with the most um, maturity. But I am 32 now, and I often talk about boundaries. I always talk about, you know, let's put it this way, right? And I think you let me know if this seems accurate or not. If it comes to disrupt my peace, if it comes to disrupt my purpose, if it comes to disrupt my work, if it takes me away from those three things, there is no room for it. And I either distance myself and, yo, you're good over there. I'm good over here. I wish you well. Um, I, tr you know what it is? It I try to, I've tried to address it sometimes when stuff like this has come up. But what I learned last week when we were having this conversation was with some different personalities, they're not always open to receive harmony Does it, so when you're trying to bring solutions it may not always be met what what about the times where so for the most part that is like what you do on a consistent basis but what about the times when it like 
maybe something is a little too far and it really does bother you. Speak a little bit on that about how you deal with it from that standpoint. I bother you when I talk your ears off. Well, I don't. About it. I don't. I wouldn't call it bothering. I would. I would say more so. I unload. That you and have. I bend. Right, because because you need sometimes in life we all we human. You know, well, we're not gonna we're not gonna that's always. What he's here for though, right? <laughs> well, not no, I'm not actually, but we're not gonna You're always. Part of our relationship. No, no, no. It's but it's it's the well, thing is is that you don't want to drag your partner no, no, down. No, but what I'm trying to say is this is a safe space for me to come right and, and that's what i was trying to get myself. that's what i was trying to get to yeah that's what this i was trying is to get my to. safe space because for me to express myself and I mean, I'm, I'm sorry did i cut you off no 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 you asked what do i do so i i vent to you yeah he's the more logical one out of the two of us i don't this, look ladies there's a lot of logical women out there i can be a very logical woman but i do tend to get my emotions more than my husband does so he tends to provide this voice of reason that oftentimes sounds like my logical voice, but my logical voice is drowned out by my emotional voice. And you help me come to some type of solutions because let me tell you guys, going back full circle to what we started this conversation with, I am I have so much that I want to do with my life and I have so much that I want to create with my art and my writing and different things. That if I keep giving too much of my time away to that which does not serve me, one day of giving over to negativity turns into two days. And then before you know it, you look up and all this stuff that you had over here that you needed to get done is just sitting there waiting to get done. And all, and all of this time has passed and all of these people that started when you started, they've grown so much and they're in a different space and they've been able to create, you know, cash flow for themselves and for their families and all of these things and you still sitting there with nothing but you know what i have to have that conversation with myself so last night the emmys were on and the one i didn't watch all of it but of course there's select few people who whenever they speak i listen and one of them was tyler perry do you remember what he said so he talked about this quilt and he talked about it in a high regard i mean well, he talked about how he you know was not proud of it and he didn't like it and then one day he got enough money to be able to afford to go into some of these antique stores that he always wanted to go into. And he went in there and he saw a quilt that was almost exactly like his grandmother's. And the store clerk was telling him about it and was basically explaining to him that the quilt was made by a um, a woman that was once a slave but then got freed. And how she used that quilt as a, a means, like it was a patchwork quilt. And the patches of the quilt came from different moments in her life or different things that were special to her. Like there was a piece on there from when she actually became free and then her wedding dress on there after she became free and when she was living in, you know, a particular state. To and share the quote, I, I actually pulled it up. She yeah. said, whether we know it or not, we are all sewing our own quilts. And with, with that taught me, like I said, I listen when certain people speak because I've admired their body of work and their life experiences that they've shared for so many years and he's one of those people was hey I can't keep giving time over to that which is not here to help me grow you know and that's something that you you've constantly tried to tell me because you mentioned a few minutes ago there will be people who create all these wonderful things and if you're too busy focusing on the things that don't help you to build what you're trying to build then you're going to look up in another 20 years will have passed. Yeah, I got a different interpretation of it. My interpretation was um, 
that in life yeah. there are all of these little micro moments that happen mm -hmm. and we as individuals every micro moment makes up our quilt and it it's how we use those micro moments to grow the fabric of our quilt and create the life that we want that's how we get to where it is that we're trying to grow or we're, we're trying to go oh, to. Oh, I know. I agree with that. So, that so that's how I felt about it because like, you know, people talk about regrets and this and that or whatever it is, right? And yeah, maybe people have regrets, maybe they don't. Um, but when you're talking about the quilt of your life, yeah. all of the little moments, especially the things that happened that you didn't like so much, those things help create the fabric of what it is you're going to do in the future, right? Yeah. It's not that we hold on to those things, but those things are part of our quilts. Skills, and, right? and, and we use that. We use the patchwork of our quilts to help us grow. And our quilts become a patch in other people's quilts. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So that's kind of how I, yeah. I like interpret it, what he was saying. No, that's beautiful. I didn't have my interpretation, but I was just saying of what like I kind of took away. Like, okay, this is what I need to do for myself mm -hmm. after I saw that speech. And I, well, you did your work. Last night, I was in the room working on my script, you know, because I said, he, the stories that this man tells were so needed in a world, and he's provided escape for me many times with the character of Medea. I would be in the theater laughing my, my ass off watching when the outside world probably didn't seem as funny at the time. It was an escape, and it's just a reminder of the work I need to do because... There might be somebody out there. Maybe one day I could help make somebody laugh when they're going through something with the stories that I decide to tell yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all you can hope for as a person that is trying to focus on being good and yeah. doing good and doing positivity for yourself. And then hopefully that positivity, hopefully that positivity can trickle out and other people can be a part of it as well. I like that. Yeah. I want to end it on... I like that a lot. I want to end it on that note. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you would like to see more of. And as always, we are both wishing you well on your journey.